Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, wherever you are listening to. Today is September 27th, 2023. It's about 3.30 in the afternoon central time. And some big news has happened within the last hour, and that is Damian Lillard has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-way deal between the Portland Trailblazers, Milwaukee Bucks, and the Phoenix Suns which out of those three teams, that last one is the one that is most surprising that a lot of people did not see coming, but we'll talk about that in a second. But kind of what does this mean for the league right now? Well, look at it on paper. You have a top 75 player teaming up with an aging top 75 player, but Damian Lillard is still Damian Lillard, teaming up with a potential top 25 player of all time in Giannis Antetokounmpo, with a very deadly backcourt combina- back court, front court combination. I've seen it online already, and the most the first thing that came to mind is people are already comparing this to Shaq and Kobe, which Giannis already gets compared to Shaq a lot from Shaq himself, which is probably the highest compliment you can get as a big man in the league. And Damian Lillard, you know, uh, gets a lot of comparisons to Steph Curry, but just the way, you know, dangerous outside shooting, but always has kind of been believed he has that upper step against Steph Curry because he plays on the inside of the three-point line a lot more. Steph has more off-ball movement. Steph is more of a shooting guard, if anything. You know, Damian Lillard said that himself, which will be interesting to see how Chris Paul plays in the Warriors, but that's another episode. But it is interesting how Damian Lillard and his movement is going to pair with Giannis Antetokounmpo because that's kind of one of Damian's, you know, skills. Is Yes, he's a dangerous three-point shooter, but also he can go inside in the paint Got a very good mid-range shot. He's a finisher as well. So having to kind of take that role out of his hands because he's got to make way for Giannis, it will be interesting to see how those two pair up. But at the same time, what this does is, A, this takes a lot of pressure off Damian Lillard because you're going to have to send maybe one or two big men at Giannis Antetokounmpo, which clears up the floor for Damian to be got to become a playmaker or to shoot the ball a little bit more in one-on-one situations. But it also, in Dame's case, it takes the pressure off him as well. Or in Giannis's case, it takes the pressure off him, excuse me, that... He's not going to have to be the only one who is based on scoring. You know, Chris Middleton has not been good since they last won the finals. You know, he was Michael Jordan in the 2020 finals. Everyone admits that. And since then, it's dropped off. Uh, Drew Holiday, who's no longer on the team, he wasn't doing anything as a playmaker, and his shooting was never good. And as he aged, it was only, you know, suspected it was going to get worse. You know, Brooke Lopez was a very good center this year in the league. He was a final three for defensive player of the year. However, not... Not a scoring guy. You know, he was on the defensive end. He had a great increase in blocks. But because Giannis, not having much offensive help, had to kind of turn into a power forward point guard crossbreed where, you know, everyone, you know, laughs at him where, you know, if Giannis was six foot, he'd be working at Red Robin, where he kind of just had to take the ball up and drive, look for the foul, do the Euro step, or just absolutely slam one home on an opponent. Now that he doesn't have to do that, he can kind of turn into a more dominant, a more dominant post player. His post moves are definitely going to need an increase because that's not really where he works best. He's more of a movement you know, type of big. But I think he can be able to work on it with the talent that Damian Lillard has to kind of pair those two together. It just is going to, It's going to spread the floor out a lot more than it has previously for the Bucks. And whatever happens with the Blazers, who knows, but that's not really what we're worrying about right now. If you look at who else got moved around for this trade, so the Bucks get Damian Lillard, and that's it. That's the only thing they got, which is a very good piece for what they got rid of. The Blazers are getting Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Tomani Camara, a 2029 first-round pick from the Bucks, and a Bucks 
pick swap. Now the Blazers are in a little bit of a rough patch right now, rough spot. You know, they just got Scoot Henderson, and they're really just looking as a rebuild. Scoot Henderson, I love his mentality. I know a lot of people are looking to Victor Wembanyama to be the rookie of the year because of the amount of hype around him, but Scoot Henderson doesn't. He's not gonna. He's not gonna go down without a fight, and that's what I really like in a guy, and especially in a young dude. So I think now that Damian Lillard has left, I think everyone's kind of looking to Scoot Henderson to be, you know, the the new star of the Portland Trailblazers. And if you look at, you know, who they got here, they get Drew Holiday, and they also get Grace of Grayson Allen, who, especially Grayson Allen, who we'll talk about in a minute, scrappers. You know, the best thing to do when you get a young guy in any league, but especially in basketball, is to pair him up with older aging veterans who have seen the game, but they also are willing to fight for them. At this point, they're at the end of their career, so they really don't care if they get, you know, thrown out of a game or get fouls and run it up. Their, their reputation is to really just protect the young guys, and I think that's what they're trying to do with the Blazers. But also getting DeAndre Ayton. Now, my best guess is that this is not a, for the Suns, this wasn't a trade move to get players because obviously they needed depth. However, I think... Oh, excuse me. Grayson Allen did not go to the Blazers. I apologize. He went to the Suns. My mistake. But I think DeAndre Ayton going to the Blazers from the Suns is a salary cap move. Obviously, they have Beal, they got Booker, and they got Kevin Durant. And if you're looking at a massive chunk of your payroll and one person, if you had to kick one person out of that group out of the four, you almost definitely have to kick out DeAndre Ayton. And if you look at some of the guys they've got, you know, a lot of people were worried about they weren't going to build depth. But so far, and with this trade here, the Suns have a pretty good bench with the three main guys that they have, Beal, Booker, and Durant. They got Watanabe. Um, They went out and got, well, here they got Yusuf Nurkic, who is a good center. He's above average. Grayson Allen, I think, will definitely pair well with Kevin Durant. I'm trying to think who else they got in the thing in the offseason here but overall I mean it's a good back to the Blazers but DeAndre Ayton was kind of just dropped for salary cap in my opinion I don't think anyone was really going after him like heavily I don't think any front office was like we want DeAndre Ayton if anything I think DeAndre Ayton wanted out because for a while there he as a first round pick you know he was looked to as this was going to be the guy that they built a team around him with Devin Booker and that's just not the way it went and he's been getting disrespected for a couple years in my opinion you know, him and Chris Paul not having a great relationship. Him and Devin Booker definitely not having a great relationship. So I think he might have just won off the team. And so I think the Suns were just willing to take the loss and say, get this guy out of here. But the Suns getting Yusuf Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen. Um, the Suns are building a good team, despite what people think. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying that, you know, making fun of Kevin Durant for making super teams. But with the exception of... You know, Beal and Booker, they really didn't have anybody. And they kind of changed everything. Yeah, so they got Bismack Biombo. They signed Bull Bull. They got Drew Eubanks, who's a pretty good player. Go down the list here. Uh, Josh Okogie, Terrence Ross, Isaiah Wainwright, uh, Yutu Watanabe, Grayson Allen now, and a couple of other guys. But a good team. Like, I, I know it's easy to hate on the Suns because it's the Suns. And, you know, because Devin Booker complains about mascots and double teaming against joking Noah in an open gym and Kevin Durant people just hate on Kevin Durant because it's Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal you know has made more money than God and has never done anything with it it's easy to hate on the Suns but they have a good team going for him right now and 
expect them to be on the upper end of the Western Conference. Who else is going to be on the upper end of the Western Conference? I have no idea. Definitely Denver. I can't say if Grizzlies are going to do it this year with Ja being out for so many games and then losing a couple of guys. I don't know about the Davericks. Hang on a second here. Let me see if we can get Ant on the podcast real quick. Just one second. Let me let me pause real quick. Hey, I'm talking about uh, Damian Lillard to the to the Bucks. You want to hop on real quick? Yeah. Hey, okay, here we go. Joined with Anthony Hudson. Surprise visit with Anthony Hudson. Let me figure out what I figure out what mic you're on. I think that might be it. You're good. Go ahead. Yo, can y'all hear me? What's up, people? Talk closer to the mic, second. Can y'all hear me? What's up, people? No, that's not it. Uh, is it this one? What's up, people? There it is. All right. Yeah, What's going on, man? Yeah. How you doing? Doing good, John. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. So I just hopped on here real quick. So Damian Lillard to the Trailblazers. Or no, excuse me. Damian Lillard to the Bucks. A couple other guys around. If I can, I can hear. I can read it off to you real quick and get everybody. So Lillard to the Bucks. Right. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tomani Camara, a 2029 first round pick, a Bucks pick swap to the Blazers. Yusuf Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, Grayson Allen to the Suns. And what I was just talking about is a lot of people, you know, want to hate on the Suns and laugh at the Suns because it's the Suns, you know, yeah. Booker, Durant. But they got a pretty good backlist of guys outside of your big three. You got Beal, Booker, and Durant. But you got Grayson Allen now. You got Yusuf Nurkic. You had Watanabe. They have decent dudes coming Those off are... their bench and coming off as sixth guys and seventh guys. And that's kind of where I was at right now. Do you have any opinions on Lillard going? To, you're a Hawks fan, aren't you? Yeah. So, so, so all, your, your opinion. Um, what happened today? I'm going to the Heat. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. That? I was gonna, that was my next thing, actually, is he talked about wanting to go to the Heat, and he's not going to go anywhere else. So the question is, before we really analyze and before everyone makes photoshops of Damian Lillard in a Bucks jersey, <laughs> are the Bucks going to stri- – uh, is he a middleman? Are the Bucks a middleman to get him to the Heat, do you think? Is there anything on the Heat – that the Bucks might want. Anybody on the Heat that the Bucks might want. I don't think that's a possibility, no. no. If you're Damian Lillard, do you leave you don't the leave. Bucks right now? No. No, no, you don't leave the no. Bucks. No. I just made the compare I I said the comparison already, but a lot of people are comparing Damian Giannis to the next Shaq and Kobe. And it's not a far off comparison. It's really not. It sound it sounds crazy because that's one of the greatest duos of all time. And so comparing anything to them is crazy. But if you look at the play styles of both of them, it's very similar. It makes sense. I mean, Shaq's the most dominant player ever, and he already said that Giannis could be the most dominant player. Hey, I've, I've, hey Shaq, is, I can see that. Shaq, is, Shaq has said straight out that yeah. you know Giannis is him, the way he's taking the ball up the court and slamming on his head. And, you know, recently, recently a lot of comparisons between Damian Lillard and Steph Curry have come out. And to be honest – Obviously, you know, the accolades definitely go to Steph without a question. Right. But if you look at the hardware, Damian Lillard might be a step above Steph Curry because the shooting is just is a little on par, and obviously Steph might be better from the three. However, once you get inside that three-point line, Damian definitely cleans right. the house on Steph. And it's so, it's, it's so like, demoralizing for me because you, you look at the accolades. Of course, the accolades compared to Steph is nothing. But the skill sets, I mean, come on now. Damian Lillard has the skill set. I don't feel like completely over Steph, but he has it like 100%. Yeah. Steph so has the skill set over him. The East, you know, the, everyone was assuming that the West was the 
you know, come probably about the halfway point of last season, it switched. The West was the best league in, or conference in the league, and then Denver won, obviously. Yeah. This kind of maybe takes it back a little bit. The Celtics definitely have built their roster a little bit better with Porzingis. Right. Damian Lillard is now going to the Bucks. Who knows if he stays, right? But it's a lot more competitive now. Nobody wants one t- one league to just be significantly better, you know, than than the other one. You go back to like look when the Lakers won three in a row. Man, the West was just the the East was not winning against the Lakers three years in a row. The Pistons with Ben Wallace was not winning the championship <laughs> those first couple of years. Do you? Do you see the East is a little bit more competitive now? Yeah, I definitely see the East as a little bit more competitive. It's like there's a lot of people on the East that have made it, like the Celtics made it to the finals, and they're kind of in that situation where it's just like, oh, could they get over teams in the West? But definitely, I mean, I mean, look at my Hawks. My Hawks are still decent with Trey Young and um, the, um not DeAndre, and um, what's his name? Who's the backup guard? I'm trying to think. DeJounte Murray. Yeah, DeJounte Murray. I mean, you look Who, at, by the way, was probably the best player on the Hawks oh, no, last year. He definitely was the best player on the and Hawks. And I don't think no, I don't think that I don't think that gets no talked about enough. I think because, you know, Trey was there first and like the Trey, you know, ice Trey mentality. Everyone thought it was Trey Young, but Trey Young was kind of not doing his own thing and not working in the system. And DeJounte Murray was working in the system and when he was, the the Hawks were a very good right, team last exactly. year with, with, with them. I really hope they I'm not a Hawks fan. I'm just it's not yeah. I'm not I don't hate him, but it's not a Hawks fan. But for their sake, I really hope Trey Young learns that DeJounte Murray might be a little bit better than Yeah, him. I mean, with a new head coach in the system as well, that was a whole argument. He had didn't like the head coach before, so that's why mm-hmm. he wasn't in the system. But with a new head coach, it would be fine. Then you got um Philadelphia. Philadelphia with Joel Embiid. I mean Joel Embiid pretty much had a MVP season. They have MVP, MVP season. Yeah. yeah, one, yeah. So I mean there's always groups in the mix, definitely. I yeah, mean, it came East. out came out recently that the Clippers and the Sixers were talk were in talks with having James Harden, and those recently ended. So for the time being, James Harden's on the Sixers. Right. Was trying to leave again. Trying to leave. Hey, get in here, get in here, get in here, get in here. We're bringing Caleb in. I need his opinion. Oh. Hop on. Oh, damn. Hop on. Hop on. I guess I'm hopping on a podcast. I'll be one. Second. Hop on. We're talking about Damian Lillard. Oh, don't seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> How's how am I here? How am I here? You're good. I'm Caleb good. Bernard, we're just we're just one shot of just having an entire show now. Right, I might as well exactly. just start recording. I came in here to do a maybe quick segment and I was like, oh, bring it in here and then I see you <laughs> gotta come in. So Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard Giannis is it the next Shaq and Kobe. I need the weight on it. I need the weight on it. Because, of course, we, we know the novelty. Oh, Dame's finally gone. Giannis is, you know, one of the best players in the world. However, we need to look at chemistry. That's a good point. You it's cannot just put two good players together expecting to mesh well. Look at the Suns from last season. Look at look at the Mavericks last season. Look at the Lakers. Lakers did good. If the Lakers had two more months of that team, they probably would have gone to the finals. Denver was a good team, but the way the Lakers were working offensively and defensively, they probably would have gone farther. But chemistry is kind of what they just didn't know how to play with each other. Yeah, I mean, just, like, it makes sense. You have the big guy, you have your point guard, you have your star, your third in Chris Middleton, who's who fluctuates, but he, you know, he's all-star, in quotation marks. But I feel like with that pairing, there's a high ceiling, the floor is they have to make the playoffs now. They're gonna make the well, playoffs. Well, one hundred. I don't think that's. I don't think yeah. that's out. So yeah. But I need to wait and see because Dame plays a lot of ISO ball with 
just being the man on his team. Will he be able to? So defer? what I said. So what I said before before Ant came on, and what I talked about a little bit is it it will both ease up the workload of both Giannis and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard has kind of just been to have to be an ISO guy. He really has not had anyone to play with the last oh. five years. Mm. So he can turn into a more of a playmaker like he was in, you know, in the beginning. right? He can work outside. He can work inside. He can do whatever. It also takes a lot of pressure off Giannis because Giannis doesn't have to be that point guard power forward combination we've been seeing him do the last couple of years. He can be more of a dominant post player like he was in the playoffs in 2020, and that's how they won eventually. Everyone remembers that. Everyone remembers when he, him, and DeAndre Ayton went one on one, and that was probably some of the best big man basketball we saw in a long time prior to that. And so, he, if he can step back into that, it's good. It's a high ceiling for them, but it's also a really low floor. Yeah, I just need to see them the chemistry. I just need up oh, my bad. I just need to see the chemistry because we've seen this before. We get we get hyped about Kyrie and KD and how they were supposed to be the, this big yeah. big three. Everyone we all remember when the Lakers and the Nets were supposed to be in the finals. I didn't see the Nets. Man, the late then yeah. It I, was I it didn't was know where the Lakers were. It was LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony or Anthony Davis on the Lakers mm. and then it was Blake Griffin, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. If you told me that, if you told any basketball fan 10 years ago that was going to be a team, they would have assumed like it was going to be like Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Neither of them were in the playoffs, by the, the way. The commissioner would have not allowed that. No, no. Well, first of all, you couldn't have afforded that. You could not have afforded that team at their primes. Yeah. If I'm, you know, if I'm Giannis, you know, I'm happy. I finally got my guy. I got so here's, my guy. So here's the second question I propose to Ant and people are proposing. Is are the Bucks a middleman for Damian Lillard to go to the Heat? Are the Bucks going to trade to the, for the Heat to the Heat to, to get something they want? And if my in my opinion, and I said this, Ant, if you're Damian, if I'm Damian Lillard, you'd be a f- you'd be an idiot to go to the Heat in this current situation. With this situation, I do not think he'd want to go to the Heat now. Obviously, you know how you like go somewhere you want something. Like say, you don't go to McDonald's. You go you like ice cream, right, John? Yes. You do you have a flavor you like? Yes. And you go to that store and you pick out your flavor. What's your flavor? I'm not admitting it on the podcast. You're going to make fun of me. Bubble gum? No, I like vanilla. You like vanilla? Okay. So you go to the store, you get your vanilla ice cream, but you look at the store, you're like, you know what? This flavor is all right. I'm going to go try it today. That's what Damian Little just did. He just went and was like, you know what? There might be a better place for me than Miami. Miami's cool and all. You got the lights. You got the strip clubs. You got the Colombian baddies. But... Low key, not wrong. Anthony. Low key <laughs> basketball not. in a basketball sense. Well, Milwaukee for, might be a better fit. It doesn't 100%. make sense. It doesn't make sense for Damian Lillard to go to the Heat anyway because there's only one basketball on the court, and mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler and Damian Lillard can't share it. Right. They're they're a, I don't want to I don't want to say they're the same player, but they are. Yeah, they are the same player. That's why that's why in my head I'm a huge Luca fan. That's why in my head Luca and Kyrie ain't gonna work. Yeah. It never will. Mm. Ooh, they got Grant Williams. Ooh, look out. <laughs> and I think everyone forgets when you put out you want to end up in one place, you're not no, – your team does not have to trade you. Your team doesn't have to do anything. You signed the contract. Mm-hmm. You signed the you signed the hometown deal that everyone's like, he's staying loyal. Everyone was like, he's going to be – he's going to die in Portland no matter what happens. So you signed that contract. They're not legally obligated to send you to wherever you want to go. If, yeah, a lot of people, like, were getting on, like, Portland's, like – behind for that it's like you signed a contract uh, it's yeah. in, the, in the discussion yeah right. i mean and when you when you say i'm going to either go here or i'm not playing basketball 
Well, here's, a, here's another here's another drops. common misconception, and this is across sports, right? This is a common misconception. Every sports league, if you get traded, you have to tell the team. You, you, the team has to go to the player and be like, "This is where we're trading to you, to, you to. Do you approve?" The player has to approve right, it. Exactly. They just don't get shipped off in a box. So Damian Lillard had to approve going to the Bucks, mm. knowing knowing that he might not ever go to the Heat. And he was. You, you have to be fine with that if you're mm. Damian Lillard. I mean, I was hearing rumblings about Toronto. I don't know how that was going to no, work out. Yeah, no. And with Miami, with Dame simultaneously plummeting his tra- uh, trade stock, like, and the Blazers expecting maybe the whole ship and Pat Riley in a box as well. I don't know how that trade was going to work out and how they're going to break their depth just to make Dame happy. So I, I believe this was the second best outcome that he could have gotten. I don't think he would have worked in Toronto. I don't think he would have worked in uh, Oakland. They were speaking about Oakland, how he's from there. I don't think it would have worked out in Chicago. I didn't see how that was going to work out. So, I mean, I, th- yeah, 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 I see this. I mean, he wasn't going to go to Orlando. He wasn't going to go to a good addition. It's team. a good addition for the Bucks. Even with the losses they have, it's a good addition. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday hasn't been chewing the ball well. His defense has been off the last couple of years. They're going to definitely – their odds of being in foul trouble per game are going to go down now that Grayson Allen's out of the team. Oh, my God. Thank God he's off of the team for that. You know, Andrew Grayson, was just in yeah, here I'm recording a... his episode, his Duck podcast, and he's like, oh, I love Grayson Allen. I'm like, get out. Well, you're you're kicked from the club. You're kicked from the club. He's a minister to side. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for hopping on. Damian mm-hmm. Lillard to the Bucks. We'll for talk no about one. it more later this week. Vanilla See you. John. Yep.